Hello, I'm Janet. I'm Amber. And we are two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. And we're back. We're back. I'm so happy we're back. How you been? (sighs) Oh no. I'm just I'm tired and I'm I'm stressed and it's not But it's all fine. (laughs) I mean that's I did have an hour and a half massage on Monday. Ooh. I got my lashes done on Monday. So Monday was Pamper Amber Day. It was. That's awesome. Congrats. Thanks. It was amazing. My massage was wonderful. I need a massage so bad. I have a massage set up for the next, like, every two weeks for the next, like, three or four months because my massage therapist is so hard to get into. Mm-hmm. But if I miss it, I end up missing out for like three months. So I have all these free credits. Do you go to Massage Envy or something? I do. Yeah. So does my husband. And he's like, I have all these credits and I need to cancel my account, but I can't because I'll lose my credits. They really get you, man. I know. But I also love my massage therapist. Like we're friends on Facebook. I just love her. Can you just go into Massage Envy and have a massage without buying a package? Yeah. I've, I've always wondered that. It kind of intimidates yeah, me because I know they'll try and sell me things. They will. Because your first time in, like, I think they give you, like, a 50% or not a 50%. I don't know. But it's, like, a huge discount. Mm-hmm. But then they do want you to sign up for, you know, their packages. Yeah. I definitely need a massage. I think the stress of the world over the last year, it's just in my muscles. Yeah. I agree. So my office has opened back up and hasn't mandated that we come in, but has said, if you want to, you can come in two days a week. And I'm like, if it's not required, right? <laughs> I have like, a new new routine. Like, I go to cycle bar, <laughs> I go to work, and there's no makeup, there's no hair involved. If I'm having a video call, then I will primp, but... I just have this new routine, so and a couple of my coworkers have been like, "Are you coming back in?" And I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> <laughs> not until they make me." <laughs> I'm doing my job. If you need me, I'm on Teams all day. Oh my god, I hate Teams so much. Why? I just I don't know. Like I think I've been using Skype Business for so long that Teams is a lot more challenging. Like we don't always we don't automatically have call in numbers. So, like, you can really only join on your computer and then, like, there's, like, an echo problem because if somebody's using the um, speaker or, like, they're they're using, like, a microphone and a speaker on their laptop, mm. then it echoes and then nobody figures out how to do it. And then people, ah, I just can't. Got it. We switched from Skype to Teams, like, a month ago. Well, we've been, they've been trying to switch us for the last like year. And so we're slowly making the transition, but some of us like myself are still sticklers. And I also call in from the app on my phone, Mm -hmm. um, which also causes problems, not for me, but if I schedule a meeting, because then I don't think about a call-in number and I have to call IT and get a special call-in number and an ID. And I don't want to do that. No. Um, I don't want to put in a request and I don't want to wait. I just want it to work right it it sounds a little bit more complicated than ours because when you said a team's meeting there's a link that automatically populates in the calendar invite and you just click on that link and it's super easy right but 
like listening into the call or talking on the call, if you don't have a microphone or like speaker or anything like that on your mm. computer, it causes a problem. So you have to call in. Well, our Teams doesn't automatically give you a call in number, even though it says it does. Ah. So you have to like, as the creator of the meeting, you have to like sign up through our IT. And that's a mess. I hate it. That's yeah, a I'm mess. Okay. I'm not okay with it. Workplace fail. Well, hey. cheers. What are you drinking? Is it tart? Bitter? It's very... I don't know. It is very strong. Um, So it's this fun little bottle that I got. Oh, it's got writing all over it. Yeah. So it's like a handwritten thing, and it talks about how... Um, so it's called sexual chocolate. Oh. And it is 14.5% oh. alcohol. Um. And the whole front of it says, so it says, this bottle originated from a bootlegging operation my buddies and I had in college. We started making wine, knowing it would be used for late night drinking and that the French are annoying. It took some time, but we finally perfected our blend and came up with this full bodied red that pairs well with Wednesday nights and pizza, which oddly enough, I'm getting pizza delivered. And it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday night. Right. Um... We use grapes from all over California, so we recommend this be drank immediately and shared with girls. <laughs> when you want more, just call us. And then it has a number, and it says, Brandon, P.S., made in the USA. So I bought it because the label was so unique, but this screws me every time. I buy a <laughs> bottle, and I'm like, oh, my God. I love the label, and then I get home, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's horrible. <laughs> It's not horrible. It's just, it's a lot stronger. 14%. It tastes like I'm, and I'm, it tastes like I'm drinking like hard liquor. Oh. And you got no one there to share it with. I know. <laughs> well, I, I've discovered these new, um, you know, frou-frou little canned <laughs> drinks that are 100 calories each, no added sugar, gluten-free. Um, it's from High Noon Sun Sips. And it's vodka and soda, and this is the black cherry flavor. It's only four Weight Watcher points. So I've nice. added it to my Truly rotation. <laughs> and very it's nice. It's very gold. So i got to talk about something that's not in the notes that hit the news today and has been all over the news. I think if it wasn't last podcast, it was a podcast before I mentioned, oh, you know, the Morgan Wallen music seems to be blowing up. Did you yeah. hear the news today? No. So he, um, I guess TMZ videotaped him um, using the N-word out in oh, front of yeah. his house. And he has been canceled. Like his record label suspended his record label. He's been kicked off the music country music awards. All radio has stopped playing him. iHeart, CMT has removed all of his imaging from his um, from their product, I guess, their media. Um, it's it's insane. And you know, this isn't the first time he's messed up. He was supposed to be on SNL um, a couple months ago and was um, shown on TikTok making out with random girls within a week of SNL oh when he God, was supposed right. to be quarantining. Um, and so they didn't have him on, but then they went ahead and brought him back on later. He's had so many second chances and I make, I, I'm frustrated because yes, I liked his music, but it just gives country music 
another bruise because people just think we're hillbillies that Mm -hmm. are racist and ignorant and it's oh I wasn't going to talk about it but I just I had to what are your thoughts well, so this is the first that I'm hearing about it, but I do remember, you know, when you mentioned Morgan Wallen a couple weeks ago, the name kept sticking out to me. I was like, why do I know that name? And it was because of the TikTok thing. Like I kept seeing all these videos of TikTok people making fun of and like calling Morgan Wallen out. And I just, I couldn't figure out where it was originally coming from. So I find that very interesting, but I don't even know what to say. Like, I guess not that it matters because it doesn't. But what was the context? Because all I can see is that he he was, did it outside of his home. Yeah. And he was probably intoxicated coming back from a bar and told one of his friends, um, why don't you take care of that bleepity bleep oh, word? Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Just I was like, well, as though he was just talking about a person. It's not it's not a word that should be used in any no any way, shape, and or form. It's 2021, I a, y'all. Right. I have a little bit more leniency, not that I should, and but like I can understand like you're singing a song that you've sang for years and like you accidentally say it. Like and you apologize, like I shouldn't have said that in the song. I just was getting into the words, like I hear it all the time and I did a video and I just didn't think about it. Like, whatever. Um, I mean, it's still not great, especially in these times, but it's different than like calling out about somebody. And I think the thing that we, um, that is challenging is that once you're in the public eye, like you have to remember that you are always in the public eye, right? It doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. Like you never know who's watching, who's listening, anything can happen. And so you have to remember to try and keep up a professional um, appearance and remember that there are people that watch you and there are as many talk people talk about their children. They mm-hmm. look up to you like they hear these things. And especially in this day and age right now, like, and as sensitive as topics are, like you just have to be so careful. Right. I'm, I'm just, it's disgusting. <clears throat> and yeah. I am very sad at the bruise it puts on country music again. Hopefully, um, there will be steps beyond this that show the world that we're not not a bunch of ignorant hillbillies, and we can be proud to to be country music fans. It it just sucks. Yeah, because it's and it's also like the context. And again, it does not matter the context in which it's being said, but it's so much worse when you're referring to an a physical person, like you're truly calling someone that name. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, Hannah Brown was just doing a TikTok about a song and dropped that word, and she got canceled for a minute. Right. I don't know that he's going to come back from this, though. And also, Mm -hmm. like, looking at some of his photos, like, I he makes good music, but at the same time, like, his persona and the way that he's presenting himself, um, it looks like he still hasn't fully gotten into the mindset of what it's like to be in this professional light. Right. That's how I feel. It's just disgusting. Um, In other news, it was a sad week this week for Saved by the Bell fans. I know. I could not believe that when that came out. And so what we're talking about um, is Dustin Diamond 
um, was pronounced dead uh, earlier this week after trying to fight. He had just been recently diagnosed with stage January. four. Um, yeah, stage four, uh, what is it called? Um, Carcinoma. Thank you. Um, I wanted to say sickle cell, and I knew that was not it. Um, and he had just recently started his first round of chemotherapy. He had um, completed his they, first round, and his second round was being scheduled. Yeah. it It's just so sad. He only and it 44. just makes you... It makes you remember, like, how quickly these things can happen and that... No day is guaranteed. Anything can happen quickly. And the minute somebody is diagnosed with cancer, like, you just don't ever know what that journey is going to look like or how long they have. Um, so it's just tragic. It is. But in happier news, a couple of our Big Brother alumni got engaged, Tyler Crispin and, and Angela Romans. I've been waiting I for love this. his hair. I oh, just love his I hair. Just, I love them in general. Mm-hmm. They're just so cute and it's very rare that I watch a YouTube video, but I did go over to his YouTube video and watch, and he did like a very long, like he did multiple videos over a couple weeks of like what the process was like. And they actually got engaged on January 10th, but they didn't announce it until January 31st, which I also kind of loved because they got to have that time to be with their friends and their family and be in that moment with each other. Um, but it was super cute and I'm so excited for them. Yes. Yes. I'm ready for Big Brother to come back. I know it's many months away, but I'm so ready. Yeah. I miss Big Brother. I agree. Um, yeah. So it's February and February is Valentine's Day. And I was very shocked to find that Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is launching pink mac and cheese. But you have to like register to possibly win it you, it's not like you can buy it anywhere what? which really frustrates oh, this is me. like when they did the oreos mm -hmm. so I frustrating like i signed up but i'll probably never hear anything um but it's their craft macaroni and cheese but it comes with like um a pink packet that you can put in with it to turn it from its orange to its pink um and it's kind of candy flavored so i don't know how that would actually taste yeah, I don't think it's going to taste good no. at all, but it looks gorgeous. But it's made from beetroot and carrot concentrates. Um, so maybe it'll just be a little, you know, I don't know. But I just thought that was so cute. Pink mac and cheese. I love that. I would love to make Nick make pink mac and cheese. He would hate you. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Gee, but at the end of this article, it talks about, so for anyone who felt compelled by Mountain Dew's similarly pink watermelon soda, when did that When did happen? that happen? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I that sailed right over my head. Like, first new permanent flavor in over 10 years, and it's pink. Okay, I hate Mountain Dew, but this might be a time <laughs> when I'm going to try it. <laughs> I used to drink Mountain Dew when I worked overnight weekend shifts at the Ooh. radio station just for the caffeine kick. Oh, I I can't handle. I've never liked Mountain Dew, even as a kid. Like I never drink it. What was um, your soda as a kid? What was your favorite go to? So I didn't really drink soda oh. as a kid at all. Um, if I did, I would drink like Sprite or root beer. Like I never really drank soda. I tended. I have always been a water kid. Oh wow! And Look milk. at you, Miss Princess. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Too but good. 
Um, I did have to follow the link for this uh, Mountain Dew, so I'm going to divert over to this. Rabbit but hole. Apparently... <laughs> Falling down this... the rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm so good at rabbit holes. What'd you find? Um, What'd you find? So it's an article that came out actually on January 6th um, from, you, uh, from today. Um, and apparently... Uh, Mountain Dew Major Melon is here. The brand released a limited edition spark variety back in August 2020, apparently, and that was also pink. But this watermelon, which is called Major Melon, is apparently here to stay, and it's called Zero Sugar. Hmm. Um, and I guess um, it's been the first permanent flavor introduction since Mountain Dew Whiteout back in 2010, which I also don't remember. Um <laughs> But somebody says that watermelon is a truly trans transportive taste, evoking feelings of freedom and nostalgia. Um, so I might actually have to try and find this in stores. Yes, and then report back. Uh, yeah. Put it in your uh, planner so you don't forget. And they are going to be showing it on Super Bowl um, to do a ad for it, um, spoofing the classic film The Shining. Hmm. So the Super Bowl's this weekend. Yeah. The Chiefs are playing. They're from Missouri. Go Missouri. They are playing. Uh, yeah. So actually, on the Missouri front, um, I think I have to become a Cardinals fan. Why? So the best third baseman in basically all of baseball um, and who is on the Rockies, which is Nolan Arenado, who I absolutely love. Like, he is Yes, I started watching baseball because of Nick, yada, yada. He, bleh, he's fine. Um, but Nolan Arenado is amazing. And the way that he plays the game is so good. And uh, the Rockies traded him. And it caused a huge thing. Like, they were, the sports world is calling it a heist. And um, they basically traded Nolan Arenado to the Cardinals for, like, multiple players. And like mil like a fifty million dollar deal. Oh wow! And like there's all of this stuff, and so you can tell like he's a very special player. And I am heartbroken that he is not in the Rockies, and um, I may have to be a Cardinals fan. I grew up a Cardinals fan, big Cardinals fan. Loved Ozzy <sighs> Smith, Mark McGuire before the controversy. Um, crap! What's the other guy? Oh, oh, I can't think of him. Pulse. Albert Pujols. Loved him, but then I started dating Steve. And I don't know who's on the team anymore. But I still like them. I, I love a good baseball game at, at Bush Stadium in Missouri and St. Louis. It's a beautiful stadium. If you ever want to take a road trip to go see baseball, I recommend Bush Stadium. It's a fantastic stadium. It's uh, right by the arch, so you can... Oh, I do love the arch. Yeah. Like, when you go up in the arch, you can see the stadium. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm very sad. I'm Rockies sorry. has not made a very good decision. Like they traded um DJ LeMahieu two years ago, maybe. Um, which was a poor decision too, but oh Nolan Arenado broke my heart. I'm so sorry. Condolences. When did this happen? Uh January 29th. Oh my, you know the date. I do. I read I went to Twitter. I read like multiple articles. Oh, Wow. Like, Nick was distraught and couldn't speak for, like, 30 minutes. It was the best 30 minutes ever. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, are you a big Golden Globe fan? 
No. No. So the nominees were announced today, and there was some really good news for women. So um, Barbara Streisand is the only woman to ever win the Golden Globe for Best Director, but that could change this year um, because there are three women that are nominated in the Best Director category. So exciting. I don't know any of the the names <laughs> but i'm just i'm very excited where are the names listed let's see because i'm not seeing it i think chloe one of zale oh, for nomin land oh there it is. emerald fennel from promising young women and regina king for one night in miami now regina king i know yes i know her but i don't know the movie yeah, I have no idea about these movies. But that's very exciting. I think it's great. Women are um, making their way forward. And pretty soon, we'll just take over the world. We will. That's what they're scared of. I know, exactly. Have you watched Bridgerton? They should be scared of it. I'm sorry? Have you watched Bridgerton? Uh, no, because I don't even know what that word means. It's on Netflix. Bridgerton? I don't watch Netflix. I'm like, never going to remember it? that. But I never go to it and just never think about it. Well, Steve and I binged it when I had the week between Christmas and New Year's off. And it's phenomenal. I've started listening to the books on my Libby app. Um, but they were not nominated. It was one of the big, like, snubs of the Golden Globes. Also, oh, yeah. A Hamilton wasn't nominated. Meryl Streep. I find that hard to believe. Right? Meryl Streep was not nominated for her performance in The Prom, even though her male co-star, James Corden, was. Mm. Goodness gracious. Yeah. I'm, I I sometimes follow, sometimes don't, but I, find, I found those topics to be pretty exciting. Yeah. I can see why. So we talked about your COVID. You're getting the second COVID shot. Yes, I get my second one tomorrow afternoon, and I'm hoping I don't need an epi shot. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to keep me posted. Um, So a lot of people have been sharing their (laughs) COVID-19 vaccination card on social media. And you shouldn't be doing that. The, The card contains personal identification information, like your name, your birth date, and where you got vaccinated. Um, Also, sharing the card could make it possible for scammers to create phony vaccine cards. Yep. And, hmm. I mean, it, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just yeah, don't. I, yeah, I didn't share mine. I have mine in my purse. And I have not shared my um, Like a good selfie on. with like a Band-Aid. Right. Yes. Because many places are not letting you take um, uh, photos while you're getting the shot. So some people are, but like the um, actual like facility has to approve it or um, do it for you. There's a lot of social media um, and photography rules around it because they don't want people. um, I don't really understand it, to be honest. I know there's good reason. Um, But like at um at my work like when i go in i'm not allowed to have my phone out like i i can have my phone out but i can't take any photos of anything mm. even them get like giving me the shot they won't do it um so we've been encouraged or um strongly encouraged to not uh do anything like that so it makes sense 
Right. We're approaching March, which means St. Patrick's Day, which means it's time for McDonald's Shamrock Shake. Are you a big fan? I think I've only had like one in my entire life. It's the chocolate mint lover's dream. <sighs> last, yeah. I think it was last year, they did a mashup between the McFlurry, an Oreo mm. Shamrock Shake. Oh. So that would be good. But I just, I don't know. I don't think about a shake a lot. You don't? I love no. ice cream. I do too, but for some reason, I think, you know, Dairy Queen's McFlurries, or not McFlurries, Dairy Queen's, um, what are they called? Blizzards have really turned me off for a lot of reasons. Like, they never give you as much, like, ingredients anymore. Like, I order, like, cookie dough, and there's, like, three rolls in there, and then the rest is all vanilla ice cream. Got it. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I haven't been to Dairy Queen. The other night, I was sitting on the couch... And I was, I turned to Steve, it was a weekend, and I was like, I would really like a peanut buster parfait. And he's like, oh. And he kept watching TV, and I was like, okay, I'll go have a sugar-free pudding. He's like, I didn't think you were serious. And I'm like, you're right, I don't need it. He's like, no, ugh. Can't win, can't win. But I have discovered this great recipe that's Weight Watcher friendly you take a packet, uh, you make sugar-free um, vanilla pudding. You add um, like eight ounces of sugar-free whipped cream, blend it together. You take six Oreo cookies, mash them up, put it together, mm. let it sit. It's fantastic. It's only four Lovely. points. If you're a Weight Watcher person, you know what I'm talking about. If not, it just know it's it's not bad. <laughs> this is this is a good comparison. So it's four points for a serving. I bought Girl Scout cookies this weekend. Oh. Uh, yeah. The Samoas, which are my favorite, the caramel, chocolate, mm, coconut, yum. One cookie is seven points. Damn. Seven. Wow. So I'm saving like them. The tagalongs. Yeah. The tagalongs are the peanut butter. Yes. I got a box of those too. Thankfully, one of those is only two points. So last night I took my Oreo fluff and I had an extra point or two. So I crumpled up a tagalong on top. It was fantastic. Oh, I have a sweet tooth. Nice. I love tooth. tagalongs. They're so good. But tonight I'm replacing my Oreo fluff with Truly and High Noon. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a good it's compromise. A good mix. Compromise. Mm -hmm. Anyway, anyway, but I am thinking about it now. Good job. <laughs> Um, Bachelor Nation news, we got a couple topics. We do, starting out with our lovely Hannah Brown, um, who has been spotted holding hands with um, who we believe is a rumored boyfriend by the name of Adam Woolard. Um, who? I don't really know him. I don't do either, no. Um, so I thought that he was like, wasn't he like a model or something? Um... Let's see. Doo, doo, doo. I'm still sad that she's not like getting together with Tyler Cameron, but whatever. Um, that that has sailed. We need to move on. I from know. That I thought. need to let it go. You do. I know it's hard. But I'm glad that she's at least dating somebody, and she's kind of getting out there and moving on. And I think it's good for her. And I still have no idea who Adam Willard is, but there. Um, are many photos about this new love interest of hers. 
And I'm trying to see. Yeah, I think he's a model. He's a model and so, an actor. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. He's very cute. He's six feet um, tall. Yeah. Yeah. I approve. I ship that. He has a background in finance. He earned a bachelor in science in business administration and finance from the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. He also looks way better with uh, facial hair, in my opinion, than no facial hair. And he also earned an MBA from Lipscomb University in 2012. So he's smart. He is. And he worked with Habitat for Humanity in Nashville since 2010. So he has a caring heart. He does. He's currently actually on the organization's homeowner selection committee. Mm. And oh, and he was also part of Big Brother and Big Sisters. That's so sweet. They should get married and have babies. I know. Adorable. Ben Higgins' book dropped. Oh, yeah. We talked about it a couple months ago that it was coming. His first book, Alone in Plain Sight, Searching for Connection When You're Seen But Not Known. I don't know if I want to read it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't read any. This looks very different than many of the other books that have come out from The Bachelor Nation. Um, But I could see how one... uh, may not want to read it it does um he kind of gives a little quote about it saying that he felt alone yet in plain sight of the world and that's really when the book started getting written for him um it was very quickly after he was the bachelor he just started jotting down his feelings and asking why has this been so good to me but i feel so disconnected from the world right now um and so i think it would be a very good insight and spin on the bachelor world um and it sounds like, uh, let's see, um, he wanted to highlight some of the areas about uh, him not feeling like he had a personal connection, even though there were so many people that knew him and that he was so out there in public, like he just felt paralyzed uh, or he had a buddy that was um, paralyzed in a skiing accident um, and talked about what does it feel like to have your life change within seconds um, so he kind of goes into a lot of different things and I think it's, um, I think it might be a good book. This might be one that I might actually read. And he talks about, he had an addiction to painkillers. Um, yes, I just got, I just yeah. saw that. And that shocked me. I was like, what? Yeah. Cause he's I such a, a straight laced guy. His bachelor photo. He looks different. <laughs> well, he's so young. He's very clean shaven. Like it's. Definitely a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You can tell. And his face looks thinner now. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it does talk about, um, let's see, how do you think your outlook on love has changed after being a contestant and then finding Jessica? Um, and so I am assuming that he's going to go into that a little bit. And I just love them. I love Jessica. I love watching her. She's very wholesome um, and just very sweet on Instagram. And I just really like them. She is. I'm very excited so for him. Cute. I may. Um, Colton Underwood dropped a, a new, an update to his book, a new Did afterward um, that kind <sighs> of updates what happened with him and Cassie. I don't know. I tried to check out the book from my um, library because it said new afterward, but it didn't have it. So I don't know. I might be over uh, Colton. I feel like the whole Colton and Cassie thing. I don't know what happened there, but it got old. Yeah. But I did want to read about it. 
I'm a looky-loo. I want a looky-loo. <laughs> I have a problem. So I got a new iPad a couple weeks ago. And with that, I got Apple News for free oh. for six months. And that includes Ooh. Us Weekly, People Magazine, Entertainment Weekly. And I'm like, what? So I'm reading all the gossip on Fridays and Saturdays. That's what I do. I just, I read up on the, all of the stuff. I used to, every week, buy an Us Weekly. And then I was like, Janet, this is a waste of money. Well, I wonder if I have a uh, free free subscription after six months, or for six months. Yeah, since my... you just bought an Apple computer, that would make sense. Yeah. You should look into it, because it's fantastic. Oh, I agree. Oh, mine says I'm only going to get one month free. Ooh, and you paid a lot more for yours. Yeah, but that's like straight from the app. I feel like there was something else that came up earlier that said I might. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. You should call Apple and see what's up. Oh, that seems like a lot of work, Jan. <laughs> but then I think it's only like 10 bucks a month. And I'm like, if I get Us Weekly and People, like that is a, dis- a steal. But I also feel like I could get the same news for not $10. Yeah, but it's it's very focused. <laughs> Like, I don't have to go through Instagram. Like, Instagram, True. it's like you see the same three thing three times. You have to, like, filter. And I, I'm, like, I did download the apps back on my phone. I have Facebook and Instagram. But I've turned off notifications. And I'm not really looking at it. I'm not doing the, the mindless scrolling. And I don't want to get back yeah. to that place. I want I to be very targeted with my <laughs> trash news. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've started trying to be very targeted, too. Like, Nick the he drives me fucking nuts because all he does and he, he can't even like look at it he just sits there and you just watch his thumb scroll like how are you even looking at this right now like yeah. you're just watching these like pretty colors go by like figure it out maybe read a little read an article pick up a book mm-hmm. <laughs> drive me nuts and then andy dorfman has a new app or is developing an app called Endorphins, which is going to be a running app, or it was it was launched January 4th. Wow, Janet, wow. It's for beginner and intermediate runners. Yeah, she's been doing a lot with running for a while. I know that she was doing stuff, um, little like, uh, oh, uh, challenges and stuff like that through her Instagram at some point. I don't follow her anymore, but I used to. And that's what they used to call each other. It's like all of the people that did the running with them they called themselves endorphins or something like that so good for her i do wish she would find someone i thought she i just loved her who was i listening to it was oh i i'm going to mention this podcast every week or every podcast i guess um the wells and brandy podcast um (laughs) your favorite thing they had uh what's his name he was the the guy with the martinis in tasha's season the guy with the martini. Yes. Oh, what's oh God, Bennett. <sighs> yeah, I knew Bennett it was a on. B. And they were trying to be like, "Ooh, you and Andy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I would support that. I would not. What he seems like a class A douchehole. That's a funny He's word. He's very much a tool, and I think that she would eat him alive as she should. Got it. <laughs> let's jump into The Bachelor. All right, let's do it. You don't sound very excited. You we know, should be very excited after last this week's episode. Okay, 
So I'm very excited after this week's episode. However, I'm still getting, I still have a really hard time with all of the producer setups and like the group dates. It's getting extremely obvious and extremely obnoxious. Now, I think that in general, like Matt James has been one of my favorite bachelors to watch for a variety of reasons, even though a lot of people think. Yes. I know a lot of people are feel like it might be boring, but to a lot of the articles, it's something new. Like nobody has a real connection unless you've been following him on Instagram or you've been following Tyler or something like that. Um, But so we can get started. I have some little comments like poked in here and there on my annoyances. But um, I think it was just the first episode that we're going to talk about. Um, My TV randomly starts recording Sometimes on like this random like WHD channel or something. And Mine we don't does that know. sometimes too. Like yeah. on like the CBS, NBC, Ugh. ABC, it'll so randomly much. pick up um, like an HD channel that we don't get and it's not yeah. there. But you can go to the ABC app. Right. But ABC app or on demand, I cannot fast forward. Oh, that's true. And I don't get to fast forward through the commercials, through the annoying kissing, the obnoxious drama, and the horrible group dates. Got it. I can turn two hours into 45 minutes. So, yes, let's go. (gasps) Yeah. Nope. Just remind me at the end. Remind me at the end. I'm going to remind you at the end. Yeah, I've got some very exciting news that I think you're going to like. And it's about the Bachelor Nation. And it's about something I found on Instagram. So very, very excited. Okay. You got very excited. I know. I'm sorry. Let's go. Don't apologize. I love it. Let's go back to last week. Sarah had just left. um, And Katie, who had tried to like kind of comfort her and and ended up telling the girls, you know, Sarah's leaving. She confronts Queen Victoria because Victoria was just bashing Sarah. And I hope that Victoria can get some help because she is not a good person. And then later... She's very delusional. Yes. And then later we see Victoria ask Katie to apologize. Yeah. Delusional is the word. Very delusional. I don't know what is wrong with her, but she does need some kind of mental health professional. Yes. So we go on a group date. Um, It really only shows the evening portion. um, And there's people chatting with Matt. Chelsea and Matt speak about the emotions around black hair. Um, and then they laugh and kiss and she gets the group date rose. That's really all I have noted. Yeah, I found, so I knew before I watched the episode, I knew that there was some controversy regarding Caitlin Bristow and some comments. Now, I don't know what they were. I never actually went and read the articles, but apparently she was trying, I think what she was trying to do is empathize. And I think because of the race differences, people took it just a couple steps too far and kind of said that. Caitlin wouldn't know anything about what it was like to have hair as a black woman. And I don't think anybody's denying that. Um, I think what she was trying to do is just talk about some of her own reflections on hair. Um, She's had very thin hair that's fallen out. She has has struggled with hair. Yeah. And so she wears a lot of like extensions and it's just this thing. And I thought it was interesting from Chelsea's point of view where she talked about when she finally decided to shave her head, that was what really gave her some of her independence and her strength and her confidence. And I found that so, um, I found it relatable, but I also found it was nice for somebody to put that out there. I think um, as a breast cancer survivor and someone who 
uh, had to shave her head. And I think a lot of women get so nervous and that's one of the biggest things that they have about shaving your head is like, it's so much of your personality and, or you feel like it is. And it's so much of who you are, but the minute you shave it, like I, it's amazing the amount of internal things that go on. So I thought that conversation was very interesting. Excellent. That's yeah. true. You would have a little bit more insight into that. Yeah. So I thought it was, and I mean, so from Caitlin's point of view, I probably, like, I thought the same thing. I didn't have anything to do with the fact that I don't know what it's like to have hair. Um, I know that women who, black women who, with their hair, it is very difficult from what I've heard. And they go through a lot of different things with it. But I do have some aspects in regards to what she was feeling. So I kind of see where Caitlin was coming from there. Yeah. And then we we go to the cocktail party. And Matt speaks with Piper, Kit, Katie, Bree, and Victoria. Um, and then Chris arrives to introduce Matt to five new girls. We have yeah. Brittany, who introduces herself by making out with Matt, Michelle, Ryan, Kim, and Catalina. Yeah, so Brittany, I think that there's a lot of things that we'll probably get into, but she, I mean, she immediately started making out with him, but she also, like, walked into that house looking like she owned it, like she was going to try and start something anyways. Um, and her comments, and it could have just been a defense mechanism, knowing that like when she was going into the house, very insecure. it was going to be very hard. Um, but it definitely started things off on the wrong foot, no matter how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really thought Michelle was cute. Like I thought when Michelle got out of the car, I was like, oh, Michelle and Ryan. I was like, oh, they're so cute. Yes. Like they look very sweet down to earth. Um, I didn't think Kim was going to make it. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way this woman's making it through the night. Um, and poor Catalina, that poor woman who gets out of the car, she's got a sash on and a crown and you already know shit's going to go down. Right. It's like, she's got a bullseye uh, on her face. Yeah. And like Victoria doing, you know, taking her crown off Mm -hmm. her head and putting it on hers. Like, so it was hard to watch so it was very inappropriate um i mean catalina handled it very well by just basically not doing anything at all but i saw some memes recently like the last day or two where it was like oh it was a joke about producers like oh yeah of course go ahead and put the crown on no one will have a problem with it (sighs) and then knowing that victoria was gonna lose her shit Mm mm-hmm So Matt toasts the new girls and Victoria immediately takes Matt away, but not for long because Brittany steals him. (laughs) Yeah, she does. And she does not leave. She kind of walks away and comes back. Mm -hmm. Just like, didn't Victoria do that to somebody else too? Was it Victoria? I thought it was someone else. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, It might be Katie. Yeah. I think it was Katie after Victoria did it to her. Yes. There we go. Um, and then Matt also speaks with Kim, Michelle, and Catalina, just to try and get to know the, the new girls. So then we get to the rose ceremony, and we say goodbye to Kayla, Callie, and new girl Kim. So you called that. Yeah. Except for I'm extremely upset about uh, Kayla. Yeah. She's- I loved Kayla. She was beautiful. But she did kind of fade away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta step it up. So then we get to the group date, and Ben Higgins is there. He is. He is helping out Matt with an obstacle course, 
and uh, Mari, Fall in Marie, Love Abby. Fest. Yes. Sorry. Nope. Ben Higgins gets me all excited. <laughs> I know the minute I saw him, I was like, oh, Janet's going to be so excited right now. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Um, Who was on the group date? <laughs> so you have Mari, Bree, Abby, or Abigail, Brittany, Ryan, Catalina, Maggie, Anna, and Victoria. Um, and poor Maggie mm-hmm. gets stuck in the water in a she pumpkin does. trying to row her way out. So it was a pumpkin race where they all had to paddle through the water, put on a squirrel costume, and find an acorn, and then race to the end. And Mari won, but yeah, Maggie, poor Maggie. Yeah, Maggie couldn't do it, but she was such a good sport, and she still, I wish that they would have shown us how they got her out of the water. Right? (laughs) At least, like, at the end, the, like, the credits. Yeah. So then we get to the after party where Brittany steals Matt from Anna. And wouldn't back down. Anna then tells the girls that Brittany may have been an escort. Yeah, That was um, so uncalled for. It was very uncalled for. And there have been many memes and videos in joking in regards to how her mouth looked while she was talking. So it's very like, oh my God, like, oh, like there's just so much teeth and like tension. You got to share these with me, girl. I'm not scrolling anymore. So good. Oh, it was funny. Yeah. And Brie receives the group date rose. Now, I want to talk about Mari winning. Um, She didn't win yeah. anything. She got like a... Yeah. She won gold nuts. trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? That was her prize? So she disappointing. She Mm-hmm. It was stupid. I hated it. And then Anna confronts Brittany about being an escort, and Brittany denies it. She said she had a boyfriend since she was 16, now it yeah. seems to be the girls against Brittany. Yep. And so I think during some of these moments, now I didn't take notes on it, but I know that there were a couple times like they would shoot back to like the girls or they would show them at the house or something. And there were a lot of comments about like varsity and JV mm-hmm. and that may be coming up a little bit too, but they also talked about like OGs. So all of a sudden everybody starts bonding with Victoria. And because she's as, an OG. Yeah. I was like, really, guys? This She's is- the queen and of the old cheese. And Victoria is like, oh, my God, I love these girls. Like, da, 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 da. like she's, I can't with her. She's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Like, she's out of hand. Oh, that was rough. And then we have the one-on-one date with Matt and Michelle where they do an extreme scavenger hunt. Zip lining, hot air ballooning. Gosh. Yeah, I didn't put a whole lot on that no. though, either. I was like one on one, hot air balloon. Zip lining, you forgot zip lining. That's all I had though. I was like, it's kind of boring. And then they have drinks, and Michelle talks about her students and being a teacher in Minnesota oh, yeah. during the George Floyd riots. Um, yeah. And I really thought Matt and Michelle's connection was super strong. Yeah, I did say that. I do have Matt clearly has a connection with Michelle. It was very strong. It seemed very easy and easygoing. Um, so and she's I, a new girl, not an OG. She is. She's but JV. She's very sweet. She yeah. is. Um, and then at the house, Victoria and Anna are continuing to call the girls' names. Yeah, and Brittany is talking about her struggles about the rumor and how hurtful it is and um it's kind of where you get to see Brittany 
be a little bit more real than when she originally showed up and trying to like defend herself um, or be defensive in regards to not having, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Let's move on. Um, So we go to the group date. Yeah. (laughs) Where they get fighting lessons and it's a boxing challenge. Yeah. Wells is back. I love Wells, but this date they really have to stop doing these dates. Mm-hmm. You know exactly why the producers are doing it. And I love the fact that Matt, Matt was like, oh, yeah, let's, you know, we're going to, let's get some of your energy and anger out by hitting each other. Right. They're mad at each other. So let's put them up to fight with one another. But I don't think they, he knew how mad they were at each other. I know. But still, you know, the producers knew and you knew exactly what they were doing. And you're setting these women up to win time with this man. They're going to try and knock one another out. And thank God some of the people that were our yet again live audience um, were not in the ring. Right. And Serena even got hit in the face. She did. I know. that was, And that's when Matt was like, all right. Nope. We're done. Right. We're out. Then we go to the after party and Katie tells Matt about the bullying. She asks Matt to address it and he promises that he will to be continued. I really appreciate the fact that with Katie, um, she doesn't call anyone out specifically. She doesn't say anything, at least to our knowledge. But it also, as you continue to see it play out, it doesn't seem like she ever did that. So I appreciate that where she was kind of just generalizing. Like there's some toxicity. I think it really needs to be addressed. Um, so I appreciated that about her. So then we go to this week and start off with the girls getting ready for the rose ceremony. Which I also saw another meme and I happen to agree. I'm sick of these rose ceremonies not happening at the end of the fucking night. Right. It used to always happen. So we'd have closure so that we can start the next yeah. week fresh. And it always is at the beginning or in the middle. I'm done. I want it back at the end, just like it always used to be. Right. Okay. But Matt follows up with his promise to Katie and he gathers the women and lectures them and he says if you have to belittle someone you're not for me and I really liked that I know and you could see that I think this is really honestly the first time that a lead has given a speech about something taking place in the house and you could honestly see how it was affecting them and they were they were thinking about oh shit like I fucked up right and I shouldn't have done this and um I I appreciated all that. And then uh, Matt speaks to Brittany about her harassment, and he lets her know that he knows that the escort rumor isn't true and that it's a lie. And then we see Matt with Anna. Yeah, we do. Anna is eating her words, apologizing. Oh my gosh, I didn't mean it. Ba ba ba. But Matt's like, no, no, no. Ba 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 bye. Yeah, and. While I am glad that she is gone and I think it was the right thing to do, I do have to give her a little bit of props for at least admitting. Mm -hmm. She admitted that she did say it. She admitted that it was wrong. She admitted that she was frustrated and it was out of character. And I still appreciated the fact that Matt was like, I get that it was out of character, but this just isn't something that I want as my wife. And I really appreciated that. I thought it was really good on both of our ends, to be honest. Agreed. And then everyone starts apologizing to each other. Oh, my God. It was, I was like, okay, we get it. You're sorry. Everyone is sorry. Being sorry for being mean. Oh, Victoria's apologizing was absolutely horrific. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she attempts to speak with Matt and denies being a bully, blames everyone else. 
Oh my yeah. god. And the look on his face was great because as minute the minute she starts talking, he was like, Really? Like mm-hmm. you could tell he was already skeptical. He wasn't taking anything she was saying, which again, I've also really appreciated about Matt is that he does take it at face value. He's not sitting there and being like, you know what? Somebody said this and I'm not gonna believe them. Like we tend to see in other mm-hmm. episodes or other seasons. I love that he's dealing with it front on and he is not taking anything for granted on this. And Amber, um, when is an appropriate time to call someone a hoe? I know, that was my favorite. He was like, was can you like, just explain to boom. me? Boom. Yeah. She was like, that was taken out of context. Okay, well, what context would is, is appropriate for right. someone to call another person a hoe? Unless you're literally two women who might be on the street working. Right. And you call each other a hoe. I just, I fell in love with Matt myself at that moment. I'm like, yes. I know. <laughs> it was the best. Um, the only thing in those moments of talking to Victoria was he did accidentally out Katie. Yeah. Which ended up, it ended up fine. But Victoria loses her damn shit thinking that Katie called her out. And that wasn't really what it was all about. No. But damn, does it send her down a fucking rabbit hole. It doesn't take much to send her spiraling. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Harrison comes out. He says, the cocktail party's over. We're just going to go straight into the ceremony. And then you see Victoria, like, losing her shits, talking Mm -hmm. to a producer, talking horrible things, as all the women can hear her. Right. Talking about... um, How she's the only one for Matt. Yeah. My favorite, which does actually is during like the rose ceremony when they cut away to her. But when she was like, does Matt really want a wife who is creating drama or one like me? <laughs> kind of the same. Right. One in the same. So, like her inability to see like what was happening and that she or oh, I couldn't. Yeah. It's too much. So Catalina, Mari, Lauren and Victoria are sent home. I'm only happy and about Victoria. I thought that Victoria was going to try and stay mm-hmm. and like hide it because she hides behind all of the women, even though she was up in the front thing. And I was like, oh, my God, this bitch is going to try and pretend like she already left. And then she walks up and is extremely rude. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hug him. And I feel sorry for you. And she's like, and then Ollie does sit there and stare at me. Yeah, I would too. You're fucking psycho. And she she says that she's sorry for Matt because he didn't listen to all the facts. And then she's like, I'll never date another Matt. Yeah. She hates all Matts now. Good. Matt's everywhere. Very lucky right now. Bye bye, Queen of Mean. Yeah. So then we go to the next day and we have a one on one between Rachel and Matt. Oh. And Harrison does mention that this is a halfway point, so they're halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. It's flying by. Um, it's a shopping date or the pretty woman date, uh, as I keep seeing. I love this date. Mm-hmm. No matter what season, I love this date. Yes. And she looks fantastic in everything. Oh, my God. She was amazing. And then we get to the evening portion. Um, but before the evening portion, she takes all of her stuff back to the house and the Ugh. girls are like, oh, so jealous. But they weren't mean about it. Like, you didn't see anyone no. calling names. Um, one of them even said, you know, she looks really happy. And it, it's just like, yeah. get the queen of mean out and Anna. And yep. it's such a different vibe. I know. And then that box came in with that gorgeous blue dress. 
That was gorgeous. Oh, my God. She was stunning. Mm-hmm. Just stunning. So in the evening, she shared that she was falling in love with Matt, and he reciprocated. Big deal. Early yeah, on. I, only halfway. I know. So Rachel being younger, um, I was very... Uh, I don't know what the word is, but I thought it was interesting and really good for her that she was able to be so honest and insightful about her own insecurities and how it reflects in her relationships. I think that's very telling for the way that she thinks. Um, But then Matt shares that he's feeling similarly to her after she says something about how at the end of this, I want to walk away with you. And he says, I feel the same way. Okay. That was not, mm, Ben should have given you that conversation. Too soon. Yeah. Don't say that because you're saying similar things like this to a lot of women and it's going to bite you in the ass. Have you read anything about the Rachel controversies? I have. Um, You know, I didn't read too much about it, to be completely honest, but I did start seeing a lot of the stuff coming out about how she has apparently made comments um, or liked different things on social media um, in regards to bullying and racism, or she's done things in regards to it. Uh, She hasn't. So something that I wrote down as like random comments is if you start looking at the women from this season, they're not posting like the women used to. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if it's because you don't have like the amazing dates that you normally have or what it is, but these women are not posting or talking about the season or taking like showing photos from their season um, the way that they used to. So I found that very interesting, but also Rachel has not spoken about this controversy. And um, the only person who's come out and talked about it has been Matt. And he basically said, you know, I hope that she breaks her silence, but um, you have to allow her to comment and speak her own truth as opposed to living with everything else. And he says, rumors are dark and nasty and can ruin people's lives. Um, So I would give people the benefit of the doubt and hopefully she will have her time to speak on that. So I don't know if someone is coaching him, but he God, he really responds to things so well. He's so um, good. And one of the comments is about a TikToker apparently shared that this TikTok woman had been bullied by Rachel in high school for liking black guys. And I just think even bringing this stuff up, like, what's the point? Like, just let them do their thing. Like, do you, are you jealous? Like, it was back in high school. Like, kind of just let it go. Right. So the day uh, ends with a rose and a horse-drawn carriage. Yes. And then we go on to the group date on the farm with oh, the farm yeah. animals. And, all, and I can't remember who said it, but one of the girls are like, yeah, so Rachel got to go, like, be pampered. And here I am scooping shit. Right. Which was great. <laughs> And Matt spent time with MJ. Um, he makes out with Piper. And the other yeah, girls which, see it. And they don't like it. Yeah, they do not like that. Yeah. That's all then I have for the, the daytime. Okay. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah. I was like, then you go to the evening because there was yes. nothing. We see Abigail, which I feel like we haven't seen Abigail in ages. I know. And we see Matt in a very interesting purple sweater. <laughs> To each their own, right? The stylist was, was trying something bright. fun. Very and like fun. Wool. Yeah. But yes. 
I love Abigail and I, she kind of comes and talks about her fears of um, dating and what it can mean for them having kids and how um, if her children are deaf, like what does that mean for him? And it can be hard for some people like it was for her father. And so I thought that was an interesting uh, conversation and a really good way for her to open up. And I forgot to talk about, you know, MJ is confronted by Matt about her bullying. Yes. And I think that comes after Abigail. I wrote Um, it after Abigail, but then I drew an arrow and I don't know why I drew an arrow. Hmm. I wonder if I think it's because somebody probably commented about MJ prior. Maybe. 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 Because I didn't actually know either as it kind of leads out, but... Matt addresses the rumors with MJ, and she kind of lies. Yeah. She pretends like it didn't happen, and you see a very, very quick turn on MJ, which a lot of, I also saw memes about this, where people are like, yeah, Girl, you remember you got to share first? these with I me. Know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang it. I'm not scrolling. I, follow, I stopped following hashtag Bachelor Nation. I don't know what's going on. Well, I don't, I, I can't even remember how I got to these memes. I just was like going down some rabbit hole on Instagram today. And um, there's like a meme of it. It's like, oh, remember on that first episode when you thought MJ was going to make it to the end? And now you're like, oh, no. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I remember when I really liked MJ and now I kind of hate her. Yeah. Because she really makes like a completely different turn and talks about how she feels like her character is in question and she just like, she attacks. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she keeps talking about how she leads by example. Oh, multiple times. Those words. Isn't she young? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I think we have um she is 23 yeah and the reason why i liked her in the beginning is because i felt like she was acting a lot more mature than her age and i quickly ate those uh words today or yesterday whenever that was monday yeah (laughs) so then we we go to a one-on-one with matt and kit and they spent the evening baking in matt's apartment now kit is the daughter of a fashion designer who i guess is well known um yeah yeah. and due to this she admits to putting up walls to protect herself but she really opened up to matt oh yeah i fast forwarded through that entire date and then he gave her a rose yeah i i don't know what he sees in kit i i think she's probably a very cute very sweet girl but i just don't see anything with them Mm -hmm. but that's just me so. And then we kind of see a two-on-one type scenario where you have Jacenia. Oh. Yeah. So I was going to say that what we missed was back when MJ kind oh, of comes back after she was addressed or after Matt addresses her, she talks to the women and is basically like, who put my character in question? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I thought Katie was going to say something. And then here it's Jacenia. Mm. And she handled her conversation very well. But she was like, you know, I did mention that you said something. And MJ loses her shit. And Katie yes. brings up a point where MJ is basically saying, I want an apology. And Katie is saying, you're deflecting the situation here. Like, you're saying you lead by example. You're a beacon of light or something like that. And Jacenia stands her ground very well, and um, I thought that she handled it great. Us, yes, and that leads us good, 
Good tie-in, Amber. I'm sorry. I missed that. No, it's okay. That leads us to the Jasenia and MJ being invited to arrive before the cocktail party with their suitcases, I guess, to Uh, talk through their issues. And they're going at it. We see Matt approaching, and it's to be continued. It is. We see... Yes. Sorry. Um, It is that... That's what it is. Okay. Sorry. The thing I was really excited about, I had to make sure I had the details. Um, And the card that comes out is, I need to know the truth. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very... They do kind of like go at it. And it's ridiculous. Like MJ's claims and the way she's talking, it's very similar to what Victoria was doing, where she's stating things that are clearly not true. Or that are just contradictory to what her own actions were. And to sit there and say, my actions speak louder than my words. Or actions speak volume or whatever it was that she said. And just was like, that's my point. Is your actions are horrible. Right. Um, so, I don't know. But we see we'll next see week that Heather arrives. Tyler Cameron uh, arrives. It's going to be a good yeah, week. I know. I was really excited about Tyler Cameron. Yes. I was like, so. I was wondering if he was ever coming. Mm. So what's the big news? Oh, my God. So this morning, um, I can't remember. I think I went to go see Jessenia's uh, Instagram page because I I don't follow Jessenia. But after last night, I think her and Katie are really front runners um, in regards to Bachelor Nation. Not necessarily with Matt, but I think they have um, a following that's about to probably expand. And I think Katie for sure is definitely in the running for bachelorette i vote yes yeah if she does not make it to the end which i love her but i don't think she's going to make it to the end with matt so anyways i found an instagram profile uh that is called bachelor data and it is we love data um like it kind of each episode whoever has this instagram page kind of goes through different data points so, like, on Monday night, there was a Bachelor screen time impact um, matrix. And it shows the people who have low screen time and high growth versus, like, high screen time and low growth. Um, so, you can kind of see that Kit and Rachel get a lot of high screen time and high growth in the most recent episode. But you can also see that um, they keep track of the Bachelor Instagram growth following. So, like, Abigail, Rachel, Katie, and Kit are the top four. They have over 100K followers, but it immediately drops down to Brie, who Brie only has, um, there's two different views of this, but Brie only has 80,000 followers. And so there's a huge dip all of a sudden between uh, Kit and Brie, but Rachel and um, I think Katie, whoops, are your like number one, um, well, Rachel recently was your number one gained in how many followers? Like she gained 44,000 followers since like the last time they did this, or at least since the beginning of her showing up. Mm -hmm. And um, Katie has only gained like 17,000. So it kind of goes through all of this data. But if you start looking at it, like you really could just, I could spend hours probably on this guy's page because it also talks about, um, how what the featured screen time looks like so you can tell that in episode five matt james only had a total of 16 percent, 16.6 percent screen time we only saw him for 13 minutes and four seconds oh wow which is crazy and then it even talks about like 
commercials and stuff like that. And um, what I found interesting was screen time tone. So he, I'm assuming, I don't know if it's a he or she, but this person has a Bachelor 25 screen time tone and it is episode by episode tone analysis. And I find this one extremely boggling to my mind because it talks about how in episode two, we only saw about 21.2% of negative screen time the entire episode. And we saw about 61% positivity. But by the time we got down to episode five, we had spent 34.5% of our screen time watching negative interactions and only 33% watching positive interactions. Um, I'm excited to see what that looks like next week now that Victoria and Anna are out. Oh, my God. I know. So I found this and I thought you would be excited about it. But I just found it so interesting. Um, And I think it's something that, like, we may want to talk about next time, too, to see what they've done. Um, But I'm obsessed and I'm definitely following this because I find it so interesting. Yeah, definitely. This is I am a nerd. Yeah, I love the data. Like, and this is the stuff that I come sometimes wonder about, especially like Instagram gaining. I'm very interested in, you know, how many did they start with? How many are they ending with? What does it look like after like Jasenia, who is very far behind? I'm wondering how much she's going to gain in the next week. Um, A couple of the people that I follow follow this account. You, (sighs) Ben, and Blake. Oh, three of my very favorite people follow this account. So I have no worries following it. Oh, my God. They even have a censored words per episode uh, thing. And it shows like the different bachelors. Oh, wow. It's it's going to be something I'm going to fall down the rabbit hole. For for sure. sure. I didn't spend a lot of time on it this morning. But let me tell you, I will be when we get done, I'm going to be going all up in this. Awesome. Well, what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? So I am actually reading um, All the Missing Girls. Oh. Yeah. I finished um, the last book that I was reading, and I tried to start this new Robert Dagoni one, and I just could not get into it. Um, But I feel like All the um, Missing Girls would be a good palate cleanser for you to transition into something a little deeper. Yeah. I uh, so I've just started um, listening to that, so I'm very excited. So I'm doing that. What are you listening to? Well, I finished the Matthew McConaughey book in three days. Loved it. Recommend. <laughs> um, I've started listening to the Bridgerton books. I'm still on the first one because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts this week. And then yeah. um, we watched on Apple TV, which I totally love, um, Palmer, which is the new Justin Timberlake movie. Oh, it's yeah. I was going to say, I thought fantastic. I heard Fantastic. Fantastic. That's awesome. Not really listening to anything like music or anything, but that's it. I've kind of fallen in love with NCIS New Orleans, but then oh. they haven't had an episode for a couple weeks, so I'm like, I need my Scott Bakula. I need my Scott oh. Bakula. That's hilarious. Do you have a positive poly? Um, I don't know if I do. I mean, I'm sure I do. Um, Let me get the wine book out while you... Oh, are you ready? I think I have one. I think it's actually the title of a book, but I also really love it. Okay, It says, Be That Unicorn. Find your magic, live your truth, and share your shine. 
Share the shine. Love it. I love it. Um, from our, our wine book, which we only have a couple left. Uh, number 44. I've got some ideas for afterwards. I'm excited. For number 44, spiced wine served cold makes an unusual aperitif in a glass. Demijohn makes three bottles or about two liters of white wine with cinnamon sticks, a vanilla pod, half a nutmeg, the peel of four oranges, and sugar. Add about a half a pint of vodka, cork it, and leave for a month. Then strain into a bottle and leave it for another month before drinking. Spice wine served cold makes an unusual aperitif. I don't know th- that word. I'm I, probably jacking it up. I know I've heard it, but I don't know. It's like charcuterie. It'll be everywhere next month. It will be. What do you have an idea for the wine book after the wine book? So I've been looking at some articles about different like tips and fun facts as well. Oh, good. So I have a couple different articles that I'm saving um, for us to look at. Nice. Well, is there anything else before we go? Hang on, I made some notes that I forgot about. So, uh, nope. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> the suspense and then nothing. I know. I'm, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to like us, share us, subscribe, and we'll be back in two weeks with an all new Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Bye. Okay. Bye.